Hey dorks, just a quick message reminding you to head over to twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast and give us a follow. We live stream when we record our new podcast episodes and we're live streaming video game sessions on Saturday nights at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time. We're playing super rad stuff like Among Us, Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes, Jackbox Games, and Tabletop Simulator. Come hang out and play along with us. That's twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast. Mind Gap Podcast. Hey, everybody, welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. I'm Doug. I'm Justin. And joining us back again to join us on this week is the one and only Mr. Tex from the Black Pants Legion. I am here and I exist in a time and space of your choosing. Thanks for having me on. Oh, Tex, it's been too long and we're so happy to have you back. But absolutely. No pleasure. problem. And no problem. Uh, I said this My before pleasure. we went live, but I want to say it again for everyone to know. Your throwdown voiceover. It's been a hit. It's yes. been a real hit. And we're Throw excited. Down. There it was. It was great. It was so nice because last time, you know, we're like, dude, your voice, it's phenomenal. You're like, do you want me to record anything? We're like, could you do the throwdown? You're like, sure. And immediately you're like, here you go, guys. We're like, yes. <laughs> it's going to be real meta today to do the throwdown song and hear text on the recording immediately followed by text. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Be very mad. I'm the only guy who's cooler than me. <laughs> <laughs> the only one person cooler than me is me. <laughs> I'm the only man enough to shit these pants. Let's do this. <laughs> oh, uh, if this Doug awesome. had a nickel for every time he said that. Yep. No. Or just <laughs> no. <laughs> no hey, nickels. Man, you do you, baby. Hey you man. Do you. Whatever, whatever, yeah, stay at home, uh, stay away from people, that's cool, whatever you're going to do, man. Uh, before we get started tonight, just a little bit of uh, a couple announcements. First things first, uh, if you don't already, please follow us on Spotify. We are available everywhere else you get your podcast, but uh, don't forget to check us out on Spotify. Uh, also, come check out our Discord server uh, on our Twitch page, twitch.tv slash podcast. Down in the About section, you'll see a little box that says Discord. Click on that button. Come on over to the MindGap community. Come hang out with us. We post silly memes. Uh, we group up for games, which has been, I, I can't say it enough, it's been one of the best things. And I always wanted to have a solid gamer group in my life. And I haven't had it until I've turned 37. So I'm 38 now. I'm just, you know, backdating it a year. But like, once we started doing this, young, and like, eh, yeah, I'm still young. But it's like, all this time people are like, yeah, I've got my core group of friends that I play games with. And we all get the game. We all play it. I'm like, man, I wonder what that's like. I play all these multiplayers by myself. And I'm like, huh. Man, it'd be great to have a group of people instead of playing pickup games with people who yell racist stuff and make me feel bad. So, yeah, yeah, I'm the only guy allowed to write racist. A anyways. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, so it's great. And I, it was so awesome just because people were like, hey, I'm playing this. And we group up and we play. We got full, uh, full six people to play Overwatch. It's awesome. It's so much fun. So oh, come hang fun. out with us. It's great. We have a good time. We're silly. Easy going. Come check us out. Also, we have merch. Available at redbubble.com. Just head over to Redbubble, type in MindGap Podcast. You'll see our stuff. We've got a classic logo, plus the I Will Haunt Your Butt logo as well. Uh, we've got all sorts of wonderful stuff. 
Put a, get yourself something nice and support the podcast while you're at it. And last but not least, every Saturday night, we stream a live video game stream on twitch.tv slash mindgetpodcast. Last week was a real sleeper. I didn't think it was going to be much, uh, but we played Spyfall on Tabletop Simulator, and holy shit, that was one of the best streams. I had one of the best times. It was so much fun. We pretty much just abandoned the rules of the game and just leaned into role-playing our characters and had a hell of a time, and it was so much fun. I'm like, that is going to go into a rotation. We will be doing that on the regular because that was an absolute blast. Uh, we got a couple of highlights and clips up on our uh, channel, so you can come check that out. And also, special thanks to everyone who was dropping subs, especially Wolf's Lore. Dropped, he gifted 10 subs. We had nice. Married with Gaming. We had uh, Clarissa. We had Noah. We had Castwave Studios. We had Sirloin. I'm going to forget people. I shouldn't have started doing this. This is what it's like to win an Oscar, and you forget naming people. Slotty and Jervis. Slotty and Jervis. Yes, those. thank you. Uh, people were donating. Uh, we got a hype train going, and it was awesome. It was wonderful. Zenny. Metronome. Zenny. Like, all of you, thank you so much. It was awesome. It was a really good moment to be like, oh, this is pretty cool. It was a really, really good, cel great celebration of the community. So thank you all for that. But enough of that. Also, this Saturday, we're going to be playing Among Us because the new map is out. So Oh, shit. We got a new map, so we're going to try it out this Saturday, 8 p.m. Central, twitch.tv slash podcast. so come check that out. But enough about that. Joining us, like we said, is Mr. Tex of the Black Pants Legion. Sir, you are prolific, and we are honored to have you here with us. Before we prolific get started, prolific. Prolific is the best word you can use. <laughs> prolific, sir. Prolific. And you before do we get started, many things. You do so many things. And before we get started, we'll do this skit at the end of the podcast. But please, if you have anything you'd like to like promote or shout out or anything, you know, please let's do it at the top, and we'll also do it again at the back end. So please, whatever, oh, sure. whatever you um, got, let's put it out there. I yeah yeah. I uh, the BPL has a podcast. We have one goal uh, to be the number one BPL podcast. So fuck you, Berkeley Public Library. We're number one. <laughs> uh, we have beaten them off the boards. We have nice. a better rating yeah. than them. And I am a librarian by education. So this feels well on so many levels. Um, yeah, mediocrity. Um, so, uh, yeah, the BPL is a podcast. We talk about a lot of shit about filmmaking, nerddom, and what have you. And we're on all the other... We're everywhere. Um, and then we've got... Uh, we're working on another, another big tech talks battle tech film. Uh, another one of them feature length documentaries, forays into nerddom that we're working on right now. Uh, and that should be about it. Oh, and I bought a machine gun. That, that about catches you up to where we are now. Legal, and that's legal where we paperwork. Are. Yes. Let's start there. <laughs> What's that like? Well, you know when you're a kid and you watch like cartoons and you're like, man, I wish I could play with dynamite, you know, or I wish <laughs> I could, you know, like drive, like drive the car off the cliff and have it smash or all the other cartoon stuff. And you can't do a lot of those. You, you, or it's, it's, it's inadvisable. It's not that you can, you shouldn't. But sure. as it turns out, machine guns are legal. It's just a matter of paperwork, <laughs> like most things. And so I was like, me want machine gun. And they were like, do you, do, well, do you, do you know what you have to do? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, do you have a checkbook? And I said, yeah. 
<laughs> Go on. Yes. So um, it's about as much fun you can have indoors. Um, and I am counting all sorts of intramural sports in that category. Um, yeah, it's fan-fucking-tastic. It's, it's definitely a bucket item list. I mean, it's more fun than most drugs. There you go. You know, it, it's uh, <laughs> that's saying something. Slotty says, "How most, long until a flamethrower?" <laughs> well, uh, I need land first. I need <laughs> I need some land before I get do that because like flamethrowers are on that list of like more dangerous to other people. Because like if you're at a gun range and you miss the target, it hits the wall. No big deal. No big deal. Flamethrower, you miss your target. National problem. National problem, like front page news, man right. with flamethrower XYZ. That is how you end up in newspapers. You know what I'm hearing is that there is a market open for a flame range. <laughs> you know, I, yeah. I'm just yeah. saying, like, how nice if you just had a, like, it's, it's, you know, steel on both sides and it's just that flame goes right down, uh, you know, right down the, the range and you can put all sorts of matter down there. That you'd like to Petting incinerate. Uh, yes. Know, uh, whatever you know, you'd like I'll, to burn. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Just whatever. Hey, yeah, uh, hey Justin, uh, I, I want to do, let's, let's go hang out tonight, man. You want to do like some axe throwing? I like doing some axe throwing. That's not intense enough for me. Okay. Uh, all right. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, there's, there's a gun range I know of, you know, maybe we could go. Ah, it's too controlled. I don't controlled. like it. I mean, I mean, yeah. come on, man. I mean, I hear they've got all sorts of submachine guns and stuff. You could, you can upgrade and get those. I'll tell you what I want to do. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I want to go to the yeah. flame range. Wait, what? Oh, yeah. I want to go to and here to talk. <laughs> and here to tell you about the flame range is, is the proprietor, Mr. Tex. Mr. Tex, well, tell us all about it. We here at Dashboard Hibachi believe in your Second Amendment right to wound yourself and others at the same time. <laughs> I love that so I much. Even finish that. I love that but so no, much. I mean, you could you could hang up. You could, okay, like you could have one end that's a petting zoo, right? And you have the other <laughs> end that's a flame range. And 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 if any of the animals bite, that you know what's going to happen. Also, someone will be like, yeah. And yeah. then so you it's like, oh, it's time to retire it, you know. And then hey, so this and, one this one is yeah. it's it's family friendly. Bring your kids. They go to the petting yeah. zoo, and then also it's a smokehouse. So when the when the yes. animals are done, right. You know, so what I'm great. hearing is we've got a three-pronged business approach here. This is a, this is a triple this is, threat, yeah. gentlemen. This is a money maker. Yeah. I mean, this is just a straight-up money maker. Give it to me. Wait, waste not, want not. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's... It's an animal retirement kebab party. Oh, my God. <laughs> we are going to be so fucking rich. <laughs> Mary with gaming, thanks so much location. for the for the resub, man. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. That's awesome. Uh, you know what I think is also funny about flamethrowers because I, you know, I used to see that depicted a lot in films, right? That you know, especially like, I mean, I know they probably did exist in like World War II and things like that, but that seemed like a really dangerous and somewhat. I mean, I'm sure it was somewhat effective, but one bullet to that or whatever that seems like it would uh you know they, they be pretty tend devastating to become uh externally pyrotechnic yes um because <laughs> you know flamethrower guy was always probably like the last guy to wake up everyone's like oh i'm machine gun guy oh, i'm rifle guy and some goes like hey what are you <laughs> zippo and he's like fuck <laughs> and no one wanted to ride with him 
Yeah, no. everyone thought it was oh. cool. First, everyone wants to be him, and then they're like, wait, this guy could explode and kill all of us, so everyone just stays well, away from him. Right. Well, and, and I hate to be the historian here, but in World War II, the Russians realized that was a problem. Um, so what they did was they made the flamethrower wand uh, have a wooden stock on it, so at range, it looked like he was carrying a rifle with an Smart. enormous backpack on <laughs> so, interesting you know Smart. the crowds would be sitting there looking through the scope and be like uh why does this guy have this tank on his back and it's like maybe he's just praying for insects <laughs> hey yeah. man it's hot coffee all right people need coffee right? it's wartime but yeah. you gotta have your comforts from home you know yeah oh, he must have the urine tank on his back don't shoot him <laughs> yeah oh he has to he's <laughs> God. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it would have talked about shit jobs in the army, flamethrower guy. Oh, right? like, yeah, it's it's just like you never hear war stories about that guy. You always hear the war story about like I charged up the hill. You don't hear about the guy who's like, I burn shit. Yeah. Right. I burn shit. I was the only one to make it out alive. Everyone yeah. else exploded. Yeah. I was the last man standing. Anything within thirty yards, I took out, but you know, long range, don't put me in. <laughs> Yeah, that's they. They that's startled wild. me while sleeping once and burned them all. <laughs> <laughs> and I came home to fulfill my dream of owning up a petting zoo. Yes. <laughs> Frito says flaming axe range and flamethrower emporium. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! And trampoline park. <laughs> well, of course. I mean, naturally. I, I remember they used to have when I was kids those um, gymnasiums where yes. they would have like indoor trampoline stuff. Yes. They'd have like fucking garage door springs on that. You'd see people taking their cans and like whipping them off a two story boundary and they're just hitting the ground and like going into the ceiling. And you're like, Jesus Christ. Man, regulations <sighs> killed all the fun. Right? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it's crazy because uh there's there's this family that lives uh behind me and they have like five kids and they have this this play set in their backyard and I watch and I just see the kids doing wild shit. Like they just like to stand on the very top of these wooden beams with their arms crossed, looking like Peter Pan. And I was like, dude, that's gotta be like ten or twelve feet. And this kid's just standing up their arms crossed. I'm like, get down! Like you're gonna get you're gonna fall. You're gonna hurt yeah. yourself, but that's I remember doing that shit as a kid too. Like I would just yeah. Well, I mean, you know. my my dad would usually look at kids doing shit like that. He's like, stand here, watch this. That'll learn them. <laughs> that was the phrase. That'll learn them. Yeah, that'll learn them. Yeah, that's yeah. best lessons I've ever learned. It's like I can only tell my kid to be careful so many times. At some point, I'm like, you know what? Smash your head. You know, right. within reason. Okay. Well, yeah. You, everyone gets free one because like when you're a kid. You can get away with stuff like thinking, oh, what's this weird thing in the wall? Is this a key cleaner? And you put it in there and then, you know, you come to with like blistered fingers. You're like, your dad's yeah. like, no, it's a wall socket. Yeah. Don't do That'll that. learn you. Right. <laughs> yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. There's a lot of those moments where I'm like, ah, at some point I just got to like, let it happen because yeah. you got to learn. You got to learn today. You got to yeah. learn today. Yeah. You got to learn that shit. Got to learn that shit. So, uh, Mr. Tex, how yeah. is your podcast going? What's new? Um, it's new. We've had it about a year. Um, we've found out that if you put stuff on Anchor FM, people can call in. So uh, that's been a guilty pleasure. So we'll that's have awesome. people call in, and we like take questions. And um, that is awesome. That that is interesting because not all questions are equal. 
<laughs> some are uh, we've had to start screening them. All right. Um, Give me an example it, of a really good question and a really bad question. Oh, well, yeah. the really bad one was uh, the people who thought we were the Berkeley Public Library. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. the, the embarrassing part is I can actually answer those questions because I am a reference librarian <laughs> by training. So I'm nice. like, well, the section you're looking is in the 700s and this isn't the fucking library. Um, <laughs> and then... Uh, the, the 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 really good questions is just the thought provoking stuff people come up with while high because high ideas are that window into crazy imagination sure you know because you take any of us and we'll just walk around and we'll have our little inane thoughts our little shower thoughts right and we'll think they're really clever till mm-hmm. about we get to work and then we get to work and we're like hey i had this idea in the shower and as <laughs> soon as it starts coming out of your mouth you you realize it's not smart and nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, yeah, I'll just shut up and walk back to my desk. But ideas are a magical thing. They come from that realm of, like, dreams and stuff. And they're some of the most clever dumb shit you will ever think of that you would never be brave enough to think out loud. And so you'll hear people doing bong rips and then come up and be like, hey, man, like, what if in the middle of Star Trek, like, when, when people were talking to Kirk, he just started belting them in the face. And I'm like, yeah, that would be really dynamic, don't you think? You know, you're just sitting there watching Star Trek and you guys like, Captain, we can't. You just like. And Pull like, yourself together. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, you know, that wouldn't be out of place in the 60s either, would it? No, not at all. No. It, 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 I would really be like, you know, I, I'd watch that version. You Those know, some good actually, that, makes, that brings up a good point. In a lot of the movies, you know, you saw people who were frantic and then they would just slap them. They're like, pull yourself together. I don't think that's a really good way to get people Has to Has that ever down. worked in real life? Um, it probably didn't like World War II, you know. Um, it, it, and, you when know, that the thing, guy woke up, you had yeah. to smack him around a little bit. Yeah. Burn him, Joe's! <laughs> um, yeah, because his, 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 he wasn't in the army doing anything else. <laughs> um, but the other thing you see, the other thing you really see a lot of is in those fifties and sixties things, they'd be like, Oh, he's hysterical. Give him a shot. Right. And, and they'll just like give him a spray or they give him a pill, a calm down pill or something. And you're like, did you just hit him with some like benzos or something? <laughs> <laughs> Take this pill, make sure to have a snack. It'll work faster through your right. system. Okay. Yeah, just be like, hey, here's 50 left IQ, less IQ points. Don't freak out. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I, I know what you mean. Like, I mean, I actually, I don't. I've, I've, I've never uh, done or imbibed the marijuana, but I understand that it, it lowers, you know, some inhibitions and people go to creative places, man, you know, and the well, idea yeah, that they're... But, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, that's why they call them jazz cigarettes, you know? <laughs> people just make you a little groovy, not yeah. too crazy. Um, yeah. But... It's it's not like people banging heroin in their arm and calling in and being like, "What if I?" Yeah, and like, oh yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, cocaine would be a bad one too. Like, hey, text, text, text. I got this. I got this idea. You ready? You ready? Okay, here's the, here's the thing. It's Star Trek, Star Trek. All right, but it's in the same universe as Star Wars. Ah! No thanks. I've already seen J.J. Abrams take on it. <laughs> <laughs> on both. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's J.J. Abrams. What if he had Star Trek but brighter? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Like, sweet, awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's so cool. I didn't realize that was a feature of Anchor. That's really cool that you get a chance. Oh to yeah, do that. it's be using it at your own peril. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> it comes with its own set of caveats, but yeah. That's yeah, pretty neat. It's open a door into your, you know, people's lives, but yeah. be careful. Have a hand on it. <laughs> so, um, so in general, like, you know, for the folks who've never listened to uh, the BPL podcast, like what you, know, you talk about, you know, I mentioned some nerdy stuff, but like what, what are some of the, the stuff that you guys uh, talk about on there? We bitch about everything. We bitch about RPGs, nerddom, games, movies, films. We talk about, we play the movie game a lot. Um, we, we have two versions of the movie game. One is very subtle. It's a really good creative exercise for improv. And um, one version of the movie game is you take a movie you like and you challenge someone else who has, loves that same movie to change it. So you go, make Star Wars 100% worse. And they have to change it in one way. I don't mean change it in a thousand ways. One choice to make it a thousand percent worse. Recast one character, replace one key part to completely change it. So like you take Star Wars 4, A New Hope. All right. Make it a thousand percent worse. Okay. The score is Danny Elfman. (laughs) (laughs) I am in love with this game. We're going to play. We're going to play right now. I want to do it. I want to do it around. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, 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 all right. Um, let's do... Um, well, let me ask you, can, can you only go worse or can you go better? Oh, you can make it better. You can take a movie that okay. everyone knows is awful and fix it. Got it. it but okay. it, it, the idea is to see how you could change one thing. Because everyone, it's easy to say something sucks. It's hard to make something better. It's hard to make something worse. All right, Justin. Right. Um, uh, the movie with... Uh, oh, my God. I can't... Um, uh, the dude that's like, I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. The room. The room. Oh, the room. Justin, make yeah. it better. Kill Tommy was so. <laughs> <laughs> Next. <laughs> I, I I can make it better. Let's go. Just by simple recasting. Okay. Simple recasting. Yeah. Uh, Tommy Wiseau, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, same script, same everything. Oh, oh I love it. I love it. So similar he, he, accent. Yeah, but yeah. but much much better. I did acting. not hit her. I did not. Oh hi. I Mark. did not hit her. I did not. <laughs> How's it going? Hello, doggy. These roses are my favorite. Uh, You're you know. tearing me apart, Lisa. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it would it would add so much to the movie. Oh um, God. Yeah. Yeah, right, yeah. Let's do one more. I want to do one more. Oh, I would love that. Um, um uh, Doug. Yeah. BVS. Okay, make it better. Make it a thousand percent better. Thousand percent better. Um, uh, <laughs> easy one. Recast Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> uh, have it be. Um. Have it be Jeff Bridges. Have basically have him be uh, like the Iron Man, you know, character. Like but, uh, but Obadiah. As, yeah, Obadiah, but as uh, Lex Luthor. All right. Yeah, I can see that. And he obviously you... doesn't have the same. He doesn't make the same acting choices. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I I think that's see that's this, the movie game is really bold because it allows you to really reimagine stuff. Like, yeah. you, in, in, changing directors does a lot. Yeah. So and, and, com- got, and you were right with yeah. composers too, right? Like you switch oh, yeah. that stuff out. That's huge. I want well, yeah, uh, Danny Elfman Star Wars. I mean it'd sound like Beetlejuice, you know? So it'd be button 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 button. You'd be like, oh my god, what is this shit? <laughs> what hilarious. is this? 
It'd be like all the cantina music throughout the entire It the would entire be cantina movie. music right. the whole time. It would just be like <clears throat> and you'd just be like, what is this nonsense? Tex, uh, yeah. I want you to uh, make a thousand percent worse the Shawshank Redemption. Oh, um... <laughs> all right. Andy Dufresne played by Carrot Top. <laughs> you win. <laughs> correct. That is. That's a correct answer. <laughs> I, uh, I was going to say Jim Carrey, um, but you tell him it's a comedy and you shoot his scenes separate from everyone else. <gasps> so it's like so liar, like, liar, like over the top, but it's like, so yeah, he's like shushing the scenery. <laughs> yeah, so he's like, I'm digging a hole. <laughs> Jared wrote, he said, no right at the end of the tunnel. Like, that's what you yeah. change? Yeah. So he's just walking away in shit? Yeah. <laughs> shit. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> yeah. Like, well, his plan didn't work out because he was covered in shit. So it completely ruins the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, Jared, yeah. we get it. So it's a shitty ending. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Boo yeah, that man. Thing. Boo yeah, that's that the thing. man. Is, is, is it's like, uh, it's, it's taking bad ideas and putting them in a cocktail mixer. Yeah, oh, I love it. Um, yeah. The other uh, the other movie game we play on the podcast is we will sit around and write down. Um, are you guys familiar with Canon Films, the mo- filmmakers? Uh, they were a huge movie studio, uh, Golden Globus Productions in the eighties. Did they and do Master of the Universe? Yeah, they okay. they'd make like seventy films a year. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you know where like most other Hollywood studios would like make a film in uh, twelve months, these guys would make like seventy films a year. So here's how they do this: is they would make up a poster. For a film that doesn't exist with stars that are not signed to it. This sounds like an improv game. This sounds like something we would do at Second City. (laughs) Yeah, so what they do is they would go taint that, and then they go to their financiers, and they would go, here's the movie we want to make. And they'd go, "Ah, I'd buy this, or I'm not interested in buying that. And then they'd go make that movie. So it's not technically fraud, but it's very fraudulent-ish. And uh, they made an ass load of movies like that. So that's, and they were really famous for just making the really schlocky shit. And some of their shit was brilliant. Some of it was awful, but a lot of it was very cheap, very, very cheap filmmaking. So what we do is we sit around and we choose a theme like 80s movies, 70s movies, monster movies. And we write down movie titles that just sound absolutely absurd. And then we all sit around and try to describe the movie like it's an actual movie. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> so uh, we came up with the Knife Fight City, ex- Knife Fight City Extended Cinematic Universe, um, <laughs> which is our, our golden marquee. <clears throat> and the intro to the whole thing is in the far distant year of 2008, when the UN banned all guns, people fight in the streets. With knives, <laughs> or even uh, we even came up with a theme song uh, where it's like knife fight city, knife fight city, you know, and it's it's really stupid. Oh, it it's was amazing. And that reminds yeah. me, what was it? There, there was uh, oh, years ago, someone made a YouTube video that looked like a bad '80s action flick, and yeah. um, and it eventually got was so like prolific and viral that they actually made a movie based on it. I can't remember what it. The name at all. I'm doing oh, terrible with that. Uh, Kung Fury. That's what it was. Kung Fury. Yes, 
It was ridiculous. They made this trailer for this movie that didn't exist. And people were like, yeah. you have to make this movie. And they did. <laughs> that's that's what we're in for is I mean, we just love we Fuck just a. love doing dumb stuff. And yeah, I mean, we'll make dumb stuff until we die. I, I think I we've all it. reached that agreement, that oh, tacit yeah. agreement. Yeah. I um oh, that's it warms my heart because you're doing what you love, you know? Well, I mean, somebody nobody else is doing what I like as much as me, which is right. a good sign. Cause it's it's one bad thing to look outside of your window and go. God, I wish I could be that. You know, and there's there's some things you like. There's some things you will not achieve. Like, I think I'm probably never going to play Major League Baseball. I'm a bit old. Um, I'm a bit out of shape. The, the shoulders click on their own. They don't need help. You know, I'm probably not going to win the lottery. Um, I'm probably not going to get married. I, there's, there's a few things that have probably sh- shaled, sailed those things. But there are some things I do that I look at myself and go, I like what I do so much. I can't imagine anyone else doing it better than me. That's awesome. That's and a great that, place to fucking be. And that's, that's where you need to be as a creator. Because like when, when people are like, oh, I want to be a creator. I'm like, uh, well, why? And they're like, I want to be famous. And I'm like, that's dumb. <laughs> Being famous sucks. Because as soon as people start looking at you, they change you. Mm-hmm. They start looking at you. And if, if you want to ever see that, watch a show that has a really good, successful first season when they thought it was going to be a one-off. Mm-hmm. And watch when it comes back on the air. That's and watch that, what happens to it. It's so true. We, we talk about that, you know, with Lost, right? That was a show that was supposed to be like three seasons. And it was, yeah. what, six? You know, because it was <clears throat> yeah. so popular. They just yeah. stretched it out. And they're like, you just, you watch it sort of fall apart. And success has a way of doing that. Success has a way of... Well, right. It's, you know, it's better to do a damn good job for 12 people than a really shitty job for a million people. My granddad yeah. said that every day. And yeah. he, he described that as when he was a kid, you would have people on your local radio station. And they'd be on the same radio station their whole fucking lives. They'd never leave the county they grew up in. And right. they loved what they did. They knew what the music was. They knew what the people were. And they talked about what they did with a passion. And they loved what they did. And he says, the way you go wrong in media is when you try to appeal to the next 10 people, the next 10 people, the next 10 people, the next 10 people. Because if you're constantly searching for a larger audience, you'll find one. But you will never <laughs> find what you're looking for. Right. No, that's like so if true. I, I, if, like if I want to be famous on YouTube, all I have to do is follow an algorithm and believe in nothing but greed. And as right. soon as I demean myself, I can do that. As soon as I'm willing to do those things, is, is then I would be unhappy with what I made. And the one thing is, is like in creativity, once you start selling yourself, you can't buy that back. Yeah. It's gone forever. <laughs> it's so <laughs> that, true. That is, a, that is a currency that once you trade in, it's gone. It's yeah. it's like selling a company's shares at a penny stock. And yeah. then when they become thousand dollar shares, you're like, I need that back. You're not getting it back. It's gone. Right. No, that's so true because there's a, you know, obviously I would love our podcast to be large enough to re- reach an audience that obviously enjoys what we do. Right. I would, we would love to be 
subsistence enough where we're like, hey, we're going to build our own studio and we're going to do more fun stuff doing that. <clears throat> but I'm with you. Like, I'd rather, you know, I've seen some people talk about growth, whether it's their podcast or their Twitch channel and things like that. And they're trying really, really hard to kind of like get that partner level. I'm like, look, man, I just want to play games, do our podcast. And I, I would prefer it to be with the people that want to be here. Like, I don't, you know, right. if it's yeah. more, if more people show up, great. You know, as long as you're on board with what we're doing, cool but i'm not here to being like i don't know it's it's just weird where people come by they're like hey man follow for a follow i'm like ah i don't really want to do that i, I mean right. yeah you're like i don't i don't fucking know you yeah i don't know you right. and when i go to your channel i'm like you're kind of a dude bro and that doesn't really work with me and yeah i feel gross yeah. having this sort of exchange of if like we're just padding our numbers i'm like to what end you know like it's well, right, right. It's, it's 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 like someone showing up to you and uh trying to convince you that um Hey man, uh, you give me half your sandwich and I give you half my sandwich. And you're like, no, I like my sandwich the way it is. <laughs> I bet yours. I would like my whole fucking sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> it's mine. <laughs> no, I agree. I, I, I made I it do. the way I wanted to eat it. Yeah, yeah. This, yeah. Is, this, yeah. this is what I like. Yeah, leave me alone. But I think that's. I think that's uh, like you know, you, like Doug and I have spent five and a half years building we have a, a small but very mighty fan base you know and it's, well, it's not all you need brother and that's, that's it like it's the people who are fans of our show uh know what we do and we we're not trying to could to to your point not trying to like change it and go okay well this other show's doing this thing so we need to do that too because they have more followers than we do or more listeners or whatever it's you know i there was a quote that i heard one time it was um build your stage your audience is waiting for it well, right. And it's it's like if you want to see bad comedy, if you want to see like really bad comedy, like bad, bad, go to Las Vegas and watch oh. a big stage of comedians where they all they have to do, the effort's very low. They show up, they tell the same jokes they've always told. They walk off big money. There's no effort. You want to go see good fucking comedy? Go watch a guy kill in a house that has four seats. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Where he has to make every single person in that fucking room laugh and love him. I, I, I've heard countless stories of comedians who were doing those late night shows at one in the morning. And, you know, the, the, the comedians that were sort of like really held at a high pedestal were the ones that are like, they could kill whether there's 10 people in a room or 200. Like they would just yeah. give it full force. Like, mm -hmm. this is my time slot. I'm going to make the most of it. They got creative. They're like, all right, there's only 10 people. Great. Then I'm going to make sure that they know that I'm here and we're going to enjoy our, enjoy our time. And I, I agree with you. Like, I don't know. Like there, there's something to be said to be able to take your craft and, and, and make money off it. But there's, there's definitely that there's a, there, it comes at a cost at some point. I think it's an uneven cost, right? You see people that find success early on in their lives or, you know, um, well, there, there is something to say for that, but I, I always tell people that when I see people who gain success without really struggling for it, I don't envy them. No, 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 no. Because right. those people think that's how it's done. And so as soon as they face something really struggling, the wheels come off. Yeah. And they're like, but the world hates me. I'm like, the world don't give a fuck about you. Right. You just got lucky. That's the you same know? thing like for a stand-up. Like the, the the people who go out and they kill their first, second, third, fourth night, the first time they're gonna bomb at some point. 
And the first time they bomb, they're going to go, well, this has never failed me before. What, what happened? Am I not funny? Did the people, it's a bad room. Fuck these people. And then they get resentful. And it's like, no, you just, you didn't put, you didn't take your lumps. You didn't put your time in. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, I heard a great story from Burt Kreischer, uh, who's talking about, uh, he was doing stand-up for like two, three years, and then he got a deal, I think, with uh, Travel Channel, or maybe it was something else. He basically was going to go do TV. And Patrice O'Neill, who's a very direct and straightforward comedian, was like, nah, it's a bad idea. Bert's like, why? Like, I'm going to go and do TV. He's like, listen, man, um, you're going to go do TV, and there's nothing against you, but they're going to take it away from you at some point. You're going to lose it, and what are you going to be left with? He's like, you only got two, three years of stand-up under your belt. Not going to mean anything. He goes, Me? I got 10 years under my belt doing this. He's like, they can never take this away from me. This is my thing. He's like, so you go and play along with that. He's like, my recommendation essentially is like, do stand up. He goes, and Bert was like, sure enough, I go and do this thing. It doesn't work out. I come back. I only had two years. I lost some time. He's like, I had to basically start over. And not to say that, that's not to say that you can't go and take opportunities when they come. But, sure. you know, it's it's one of those things, too, where sometimes people get bumped up to the big leagues too early. They're not ready. You know, they're like, cool, you've been right. doing this for oh, yeah. two years. Yeah. Do you want to do a, a one-hour special? They're like, uh, I don't know if I'm ready for that. You know, like, and, and then they do it, and they're like, that was terrible. I never want to watch it. Let's burn all the copies because right. I wasn't ready well, to do it. Well, I mean, it. Some, some people make Star Wars. Yeah. Right. And uh, But even George Lucas, you know, there's, there's that Star Wars Christmas special, buddy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Because there's, yeah, there, because there's also that too. Like, you know, not to, you know, pile on George Lucas, but there's that point where you get so much power that no one one will tell you no, or no one will, (laughs) no one, no one will challenge you. They'll be like, yeah, that sounds good. We should do that. You know. So you're just you're just walking around on set, and you're just going. Exactly. Job life all day. All day long. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, the problem with George Lucas is that uh when you post it, it, it's one of those things where like if you're if you're doing really good shit, like if you're really if you do if you're doing really good shit and you're like, hey, I I know it's gonna make this dinner really pop. And people are like, what? And I'm like, I'm gonna make some heart attack mashed potatoes. And people are like, oh, those sound fucking great. But if if you're like if you can get rich enough or popular enough, you can you can get a little lazy. You're like, you know what my secret ingredient is? Like, well, it's salt. And people are like, oh, yeah, that's really smart. You know? <laughs> but you're, you're famous. So, you know, they'll be like, maybe he's just fucking with us. When you get really rich and really powerful, people just kiss your ass until it's mm-hmm. too late and you shoot yourself in the foot because they also want that paycheck. So in Star Trek land or Star Wars land, you know, he was like, hey, you know, what would really make this uh, ramen good is if I made it in, uh, you know, Powerade. <laughs> and people are like, yeah, George, that sounds great. Yeah, sure. sure. Who's going to be like, yeah. hey, this guy who is one of the most prolific directors, who's created one of the most recognizable franchises, you know, is suggesting something that maybe deep down in the back of my head, like, this maybe isn't a good idea. It's like, you can't stand up and be like, George Lucas, I disagree. He just pushes a button, you fall into the rancor pit and you die. I mean, he's like, anyone else have any suggestions? You know, no. (laughs) He's like, "Uh, what if uh, there was a rabbit that talked uh, like a crazy person? And George, (laughs) this sounds terrible. Let's make it CGI and have half the dialogue. George, no. (laughs) I want to try and make a movie without a protagonist. I, I see that as a challenge, so I'm going to do it in Star Wars. Sand gets everywhere. It's really dirty. Let's shoot in the desert. 
Man, yeah, that's uh, uh, that's a franchise that I've definitely fallen out of love with. It's like you know what, y'all can keep your Star Wars stuff. I'm I'm yeah. over it. Good, don't need it anymore. Uh, in the chat, uh, Tex, I think you just created a new character that is a fan favorite, Kermit Lucas. Uh, that's my George. Like, okay, when or George I'm... the Frog. Well, that's okay. My voice is really fucked up, so like when I do the higher register, it tends to squeak in pinch. So I I do falsetto and it sounds awful, but. When I'm really fucking exhausted, like you have to understand when we're making a film, when we're making our documentaries, mm-hmm. we're, it's like 2,400 man hours. Okay. And we're, we're sitting there at the very end of it. It's like final edit eight. We're sitting there in the rendering room. We are sweating profusely. We are, we are just on no sleep. We're sitting there watching like, okay, move that key from there. Move that there. Okay, that, okay, we got to move that back. Oh, fuck, did that move those, fuck. And we're, we're just getting in that last minute. And you have to understand, it's like making a souffle or something. It's about to come out. It's fucking perfect. And there's that just little part of your brain that's like, what if I dropped it just for fun, just to see what would happen? You know, what if I, what if I did something really retarded? And, and that's, that's when my George Lucas voice comes out. So nice. that's where I'll be sitting there like, uh, yeah, uh, wouldn't it be great if we just uh, replace all this expensive music with minis? <laughs> people, my editor's like, no. <laughs> Why would you and, suggest that? Yeah, and so he will just he goes, oh god, we've entered the Lucas phase. He calls it when, when I start when I start doing the Lucasisms, and yeah. he 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 just tells me to stop. Oh, like I heard, yeah. I heard some really good. Uh, just very uplifting, inspirational corporate background music. I think that would fit really well with this documentary. Yeah. And so I'll just be sitting there like screaming into the ether um, <laughs> <laughs> through George Lucas's tortured soul. That's awesome. That's good. That's what you call coping with the situation. I respect mm-hmm. it. Well, yeah. Um, gave up drinking. So torturing <laughs> other people psyche, uh, psychologically is what I got now. Hey. So, hey, whatever works for you, man. I mean, right? yeah. I recognize yeah, whatever it. gets yep. you buzzed. <laughs> so, chaos. uh, tell Please me, chaos. tell me about the Black Pants Legion uh, mayoral race. Um, I oh, hear, I hear it's heating um, up. Yeah, this was interesting. Okay, so long, long ago in the BPL, when we we okay, first of all, the BPL is a closed society. We are we are not open to the general public. It's a chore to get in. It is actually a quest to get in. <laughs> Um, it's like an alternate reality game. The ways in change. People have tried to find the way in, but once once you get in, people tend to stay a while. And so I, once we'd grown to a certain size, somebody said we should have a mayor, and I was like, "Excuse me," and they said, "We need a mayor." And I said, "Well, okay, what job would they have to be the mayor?" And I'm like, "All right, ah." Uh, how would we determine this made up bullshit? And they said an election. So we set up an election and debates and we had people come up and our first debates are actually on YouTube. Uh, the BPL mayoral debates, the first debates are on YouTube. It's like an hour and a half of madness of people making the most insane arguments the most insane arguments. One guy enters every argument he makes with, which <laughs> it's the statement of with a $10 you can gain by voting for me. 
Everything ties into I am buying your vote literally for $10. Another guy um, just starts quoting Marx. Another guy threatens the audience. Another guy uses text-to-speech because his microphone broke. And, and he's responding with everything from quotes from Wikipedia. However, he's copy-posting the wrong shit. So a lot of it comes across as really weird Wikipedia entries about King Leopold II of Belgium and removing hands. Wow. There is... No. And so this our first one is up on YouTube. It got like 50,000 strikes because they were like, this is political, this is this, this is that. Completely nonsensical. Every single other one has been on the BPL podcast. So we have two debates on the BPL podcast. But you have to have a moral platform. You have to have a mayoral party. And you have to have your... Uh, debate and there's two debates and then there's the election. The election is fraudulent. Every year it has had rampant fraud. The first year uh, we had 160 something people in the Legion and over 1,000 votes were cast Um, (laughs) because a guy set up a botnet to cast a bunch of fraudulent votes. However, he set it up for the wrong entry and ended up botnetting someone else in the office. So then we had, um, and you have to understand, this is just what we do. This is like next level political shit posting. It is the worst sort of political theater. We are a bunch of morons. We have a saying in the Legion, none of us is as dumb as all of us. And it's just, <laughs> this is what we do. Um, so, yeah, we, we have a lot of really dumb stuff we do, and we're very glad to do it. But the, uh, the debates are probably our high art form for that. Um, the b- debates are moderated. Um, the questions are nonsensical. And the answers are some of the most precious things ever caught on recording. It's amazing. I absolutely love it. So, so what's the term limit? Like, is there term limits for a mayor, or do they have to be um, deposed? Is it, is it a vary. trial by combat? Um, they vary. Uh, they, we treat them like a make new mayor a quarter or whenever we can remember it. Um, but we've, I mean, you have to understand, one guy set up like a number station uh, to get elected. Um, so it was like <laughs> ambient sound with weird <laughs> shit. And at a call-in thing, one guy set up a cult called Deep Think. I wonder if his website's still up, actually. Let me... Committed yeah, yeah, to making he, a, a website too. I love it, man. That's commitment good to the cause. Good for him for committing to making because that's no small feat. So good for him. Uh, yeah, Deep Thinks. Yeah, hold on. Uh, no, Deep Think has gone down, but oh. that one actually had. Uh, he also took out local ads. Um, <laughs> so his oh website God. and stuff were the showing commitment. Up. The commitment. Yeah, it was like the committee for Deep oh. Think. This episode of podcast brought to you by Squarespace. Build your own right. BPL mayoral candidate website today. Oh, uh, there was another guy looking at taking out um, billboard space because he found where cheap billboard space was. God. And so he was going to get his vote for blah uh, put up. Can you imagine just going by this billboard and not understanding anything that was on it? Just right. Like, yeah. What am I looking at? Like, I don't understand. But, you know, to the people that see it and know it, they're like, ah, <laughs> Well, in making up a party is half of it. Like there's been, there's, I've already seen the proposed list of parties. There's a guy who wants to start a party with another guy who, and they both have Ford Focus STs. So they wanted to create the focus group and uh, their, their whole platform was like sick drifts. 
Um, there was another party that was going to be formed uh, just on the notion they were going to be called Team Racist, R-A-C-E-I-S-T, um, because they're all into racing, and it's English as a second language. So they were like, yes, we are number one racists. We enjoy racing the cars. <laughs> so, uh, you know, that way all the questions pitched to them would be like, are you proud of being racist? Uh, yes, we enjoy Formula One. <laughs> You know, and just that's so so clever. Who I in your mind? Who are your creativity. top five racists? What do you What do you guys think about that? You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you know the AJ Foyt. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, they they were really they they really surprised me with it. Uh, the last, I mean, there's one guy answered all of his questions in like slam poetry. Um, one guy started the son of God party where he threatened to, or he said, I will die for your sins. Um, and we banned him. He actually won. We banned him for three days and then brought him back uh, as, as you know, for his sins. And um, then he came back and was, he forgot what he was doing. <laughs> he was like, okay, what was my next thing? And we were like, I don't know, man. You took this too far. Um, <laughs> wow. That is absolutely bonkers. And the title is purely ceremonial. Like, this mayor yeah. has absolutely no No, no power. No. no power. Um, what they get is a special room that's their mayor's office, um, which <laughs> is which is a room that they can get in and whoever they want to invite in there. And as soon as they do, we bully them. We all just go in there and start yelling at them. Like, hey, get the fuck out of here. And we start, like, changing the room name. Um, and and then the other thing we get is um, we've, well, no, we sometimes let them choose the color of the Discord, which, you know, they'll be like, oh, everyone has piss yellow names. And, you know, that usually lasts, like, a day. Um, yeah, I mean, really, no power. It's it's largely a ceremonial position. I love it. Is there a front runner currently for the for, for the race? Not at this point. I will keep you updated. Please, um, if you want to see how the VPL election is going, um, I I will recommend listening to our podcast because we always put the debates up there, Amazing. and it's an international debate. There's a lot of people screaming at each other. And it's magic. I, I mean, it's it's absolutely magical. It's absolutely magical. You have people in all time zones. You have people of all languages, religions, and backgrounds all coming together to just epically shit post. And, and I love your greatest, community. I love your oh, community, man. <laughs> I do too. I I love the <laughs> fuck out of them because, like, I have a bad day. I can go in there and be like, man, you know, I I think I'm having a bad day, and they'll be like, yeah, that's gay. <laughs> Come hang out for a bit. Be okay. Yeah. Well, one of them's one of them's like. Uh, I mean, we we inducted a, a good guy. Where um, recently we inducted a new guy um, who brought in, and you know, to be a good legionnaire, you have to be really weird. Because um, a lot of we we don't care if you make a million dollars. We don't care if you make a hundred dollars. We don't care if you are the mayor or anything else. It's in there. You're a legionnaire. You're nobody. And so social strata and all that just goes out the window. We don't care how much fucking money you've got. We don't care if you have a hot wife or a hot lady or a hot dude. We don't, we don't give a fuck. Legionnaire is legionnaire. And so 
one of the things was is, uh, this guy was talking about an engineering project and he was like, well, it might work in this engineering project. Da, 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 da. And I was like, Hey, new guy, new guy, you want to take a stab at this? You seem pretty smart. And the new guy comes up and he goes, yeah, I'm a pretty advanced engineer. So I look at this guy's application. I know everyone's profession. Um, cause we do keep all that information rather safely guarded. And, uh, so I look at this profession. I know he worked in a bowling alley as a bowling ball technician. And this guy goes, yeah, you know, uh, I am, uh, I'm an engineer. And I was like, that's right. New guy is the highest tier of engineer. There is, there's, there's like satellite systems engineer and there's like comms engineer and there's like oil and petrochemical <laughs> up there at the top bowling alley guy. And the guy's like, yeah, you got to know your balls, man. And so this bowling alley guy is just bullshitting all these other engineers and we're all laughing. It doesn't matter who you are. It's, yeah. it's all about just laughing and having yeah. a good time and yeah. shit it. posting. I mean, that's, that's the core of the group. That's the, that's the butter of it. E207 well, say- goes as a millionaire with a hot wife, I feel attacked. Picture it didn't happen. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's a millionaire mayor. I don't know if I said that. A millionaire mayor with a hot wife. I feel attacked. Well, Your Honor, I think you're a liar. <laughs> Your name is liar because you tell lies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll I'll say this too. Uh, if anyone uh, of the political uh, candidates want to uh, take out, you know, ad space and uh, run run ads on Mind Gap Podcast, you let them know that we will we will uh, we'll talk to them and we'll. We'll put it out to our uh, our small but mighty followers as well, so they can have no voice in this. Okay, no, I mean this is exactly the thing that appeals to these guys. Yeah, is um, meaningful ways to waste money. Uh, this, this, yeah, no, absolutely. I, I I think I'd be like, well, the only, I mean, you have to understand, we do make attack ads. Um, they, <laughs> There, there was one guy whose whose whole attack ad was like, I I think it was like you can't trust him. He's not who he says he is. About and himself? Was, yeah. <laughs> it was you no. Know, we we had people accusing each other of funding terrorism. <laughs> I mean, and people were making attack ads that were just brutal. Like they were taking the guy's pictures and photoshopping them and mm. putting them in with Stalin and stuff. Oh and they my were god. Like, one vote for this guy is a vote for Stalin, you know, and I mean, that's, that's who we are. Oh, Holy shit. That's, that's amazing. Funny. Well, please, oh, we're nuts. Please keep us posted. Cause I would love to know <laughs> the outcome. I would, you know, I think this is, it's, it's on the, it's going to be in the front of my mind, uh, for the next few weeks, at least. Oh, the BPL debates are the foundation of a retardation. And we, will not, <laughs> we will not have them move for any reason. I love it. I love it. Well, uh, as we uh, kind of make our way uh, towards wrapping this up here, uh, the big thing, the big thing I want to pick your brain about, Tex, is Justin, our very own Justin, is brand new to the world of, like, role-playing games. Oh. And so, and so what I, what I've envisioned is I've slowly, you know, I, 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 we do uh, what I, you know, call the D&D Lite, which is Dungeons and Dragons, a fancy board game. Uh, we stream that like once a month and, and Justin's played with a couple of the folks who've never really played Dungeons and Dragons for it. It's not fully Dungeons and Dragons, it's extremely linear. It's kind of limited to what you can do, but it gets you the idea of like what's possible. And I've slowly, my goal is to, the next thing is to kind of do, build a one shot for him to kind of get his, yeah. you know, dip yeah, his little yeah, yeah. tootsies in it, you know, and, and, and yeah. kind of see, see what it's all about. But dip my really, nuts in wasabi. Dip his nuts in wasabi, which man, that sounds really dangerous. Um, but 
what I what I'd love to pick your brain about is if someone is brand new, someone like Justin, you know, and uh, maybe there's questions you need to ask him, but really at the core, like for someone like Justin who's brand new to this, doesn't know really much about it or what's possible or what's involved with it. You know, what would you suggest for him or what, what, what if there's a, a typical game or a style or anything like that? Like what, what, what well, do you think we could get Justin into? Okay. Uh, there's, there's the one, do you learn by doing or learn, you learn by being shown? Do you, that's the big first, first, first question really. Uh, I would say more so learn by doing. Then just play the fucking game, bud. <laughs> I, I mean, that's, that's the best thing I can tell you is because like, there, there's two approaches to D&D. Like, I can show you a wide world of what can be done. I can tell you all the best crazy stories I've been involved in. I can show you a thousand places on YouTube where you can watch all the pros do it. Or you can get lost in that magical moment for the first time yourself. Because it's, it's like the, playing a tabletop game and having that first magical moment. It's like the difference between reading about porn in being in something dirty yourself. You know what I mean? Where you're just like, there is a wide difference. There's a wide world of difference. It's it's the difference between that visceral feeling of, oh my God, I'm doing this. This is great. You know, it's that it's that first magical moment of yeah. of learning a new thing, of being like, hey, I don't suck at this. Hey, I have these skills. Hey, I'm coming out of my shell. This is great. It's it's like meeting a magical girl. It's like learning to play an instrument. It's, it's learning another part of yourself. It's like learning improv. It's like learning comedy. It's like getting a genuine laugh from a stranger. It's, it's so much more powerful than people give it credit for. I'm I selling mean, this real goddamn good. I mean, you know, as I dip my toes in, I was always scared of doing Dungeons and Dragons. I had friends in college who were like, dude, we do weekly Dungeons and Dragons. You should come play with us. I was like, nah, I don't have time. I was just scared. Like I was like, I can't, I don't, you know, I, did, I didn't feel comfortable. Be not afraid of the dice. Right? And I was just like, I don't know how to role play. I didn't know anything about that, but I was always curious. And then, you know, I did improv for a couple of years. And then I was like, oh, yeah, the idea of doing this is like way more fun now. And then it was just for me, it was understanding the mechanics. But it kind of just for me, too, it was like, oh, learn by doing. You know, yeah, learn, to learn by and, doing. Break yeah. shit. Get dumb. Yeah. Just be like, well, that was a mistake. <laughs> Shouldn't have done that. Well, I mean, uh, the magic improv is yes and, right? Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, so here's what you do. Uh, create a character and then think, what would my character do? And that should govern everything you do. And once you play a character, like, don't just be like, hey, I'm just in the bar and I sing songs. Be like, that's gay. What you do is you come up with like, here's what I do. Here's what mod modifies me. And here's what I'm in for. So you just yeah. go like, yeah, I'm Toragar the Dwarf. I'm here to get fucking rich. And I'm in for corning cleavage. And so if you let those simple things dictate all of your decision, right? then you can play this character that's really funny or really crazy. You can be like that guy in the Wild Bunch who just wants to get out with the gold. You can be like that guy who's like, you know what we got to do? We got to steal that gold. We got to rob that train. We got to bust that guy out of jail. You know, you can play a schemer. You can play a scoundrel. You can play a hero. And even if you have a character that has like dump stance and is really dumb, lean into that shit. My I, best character I ever played, one of my best characters, was a paladin with eight intelligence. That is like stunningly average from a very powerful person. 
So I just played him dumb as rocks. It was great. It'd be like, ah, yes, Palo has come to bless you. I'd read you the holy book, but I struggle with some complex words. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's true. Like, um, you know, uh, one of the guys uh, in our chat, Noah, who we plugged earlier, he's he's always told me, and Noah, feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. He's like, I, I don't really do it for, you know, the mechanics. I do it for the role play. I always thought that yeah. was really yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah. Like just to, because it's a part of me, the part that I hold on to, hold on to which I want to shed is the metagaming aspect of it, right? Like I have a oh, hard yeah. time no. being like. Because there's, yeah, yeah, no, I know, I know what you're saying. There's role players and there's R-O-L-L players. People who are in that to just roll them dice and say, I want to be that guy that kills the whole party with the first level, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You want to be no. tactical. You're like, you don't want to. You know, it's like, well, my character wouldn't see this, but I want to win. You know, or you're like I want to have the best roles, but sometimes the worst roles are the best roles because I, what yeah, comes after I mean, is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I had a, it was an, it was a Goliath, which is like an eight foot character, try to just basically climb up over a ledge that he could see over. He was tall enough; he could, his head was probably popping over. He failed twice to do it. So he was like so excited. He was like, slipped and fell down. And then he tried it again. Same thing. It's like, here's this barbarian, this very athletic, very strong guy. He can't hurl him. He can't push himself up over this ledge. And it it made for a wonderful moment where everyone laughed that, that, you know, that this this very Schwarzenegger-like guy that just can't do the basic thing. And it was just very entertaining to see, you know, what would happen. I mean, that's. The joy of D&D is the shit your characters can and can't do. Mm-hmm. And then you just lean into it. And yeah. then this character tells its own story, really, yeah. in the end. Or, uh, you know, there's a guy that was trying to uh, persuade. Uh, he was a dragonborn trying to persuade a dwarf to get a higher price on a gem, and he rolled poorly. I was like, all right, so how do you think this goes? He's like, oh, you know, I figured for someone of your kind... Uh, this would be, uh, he basically turned racist, turned the dwarf. And I was like, and he played it, he leaned into it. I was like, this is phenomenal. Like this is, there was another time he got mind controlled or he got charmed and he just, he totally leaned into it. Like, instead of being like, oh, my guy shrugs it off. He goes, no, this is now this guy that's charming. This enemy is my best friend. And yeah, I'm, and, and I, I'm going to hurt all of you other guys because I'm charmed right now. I was like, that's how it's done. Like you're leading yeah. into it and- you're. You know, well, yeah, you you gotta lean the fuck into that, and yeah. it's it's like one of the things that I really enjoy is playing dumb as fuck characters, or goofy as fuck characters, or just stuff that's different. Like play a paladin who's too dumb to realize that like animated skeletons are evil, and just like go try to talk to him and be like, "Hello, hello, my bony friends, have you heard the good news?" <laughs> Like, will you attack it? <laughs> oh, no, please. He's just lost. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me your problems. May I help you? <sighs> He's scared and malnourished. Give him food. <laughs> yeah, Why I just say yeah. he's all skin and bones. <laughs> A bad joke guy. I love it. Right. Yeah. yeah um, no, I think that's great advice. I think, um, you know, especially now more than ever, this stuff is so accessible and it's very easy to get into it and um there's actually i think it's even more easy to do it remotely nowadays do you prefer remote or do you prefer in-person text uh depends on the company there are some people where i like like for the first game you 
you know, it's not a bad place to sometimes be like, oh, yeah, I'd like to see you over the camera. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have been to some people's houses where they're like, this is my original character and here's my three ring binder terrible shit and i'm gonna shovel it out to you for six hours and i'm like oh fuck. Yeah, fake an internet <laughs> connection here i got i'm, I'm yeah. literally here <laughs> yeah well i mean i i had a i had a guy who was like yeah i come up with a homebrew game and uh could i have you guys some refreshments and i was like yeah sure I'll, what do you got and he uh proceeded to start eating a uh big jar of pickled eggs for the next two hours oh boy that's Oof. that's no bueno for anybody Oof. you know about three hours into the game when you realize the dm is trying very hard to breathe very light so he doesn't push a very wet fart through his pants you know you're like <laughs> Oh. I've had enough of this realm. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I know um, it. I know farts. Or was, know it. or was it more of a... <laughs> you guys couldn't hear that, but the audience could. Cougar one. Tech shared with oh, us yeah. earlier. Oh, got it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, Noah man. says, I'd eat pickled eggs if Tex told me to. Well, yeah. Noah. That's the effect. You, uh, you can eat whatever you want. You can eat whatever you want. <laughs> I've got an idea for a character uh, called the Skeleton King. Oh, uh, no. Yeah. Tex, yeah. can we play together? <laughs> yeah, sure. sure. No problem. I promise he's not overpowered. <laughs> for the record, Skeleton King is, I'm sorry, Skeleton King is a part of our vernacular now. I hope you know that. Yeah, oh, it's, it's. About every two shows it comes up, yeah. It's been kind of leaked out of my podcast. People have restarted referring it to as the tale of the skeleton king. A uh, guy did a song called the skeleton king that got sent to us. Of course, of course it did. It, it's um, amazing. Yeah. Well, yeah, and it's it's that kind of mad trip power fantasy, and you realize it's a lot more pervasive <laughs> in fiction than you think. Where because like I've seen people just start using it is like, oh yeah, well then. Then the bad guy skeleton kings these guys by just saying he shows up and he forces them to do what he wants with just no reason. He breaks your hands. I break your hands. Still a better D and D DM than I had for about half of college. That's sad. That's really, really oh my sad. god! There is there is one RPG that I've been very uh, curious to to play, and I don't know if you guys have ever played it. Um, I'm struggling to remember the name. I think, if I'm not mistaken, it's called. Welcome to the Throwdown. Shut up, me. <laughs> <laughs> the the cooler me's here now. Ah. <laughs> uh. Love it. Real Douglas, quick, are you ready? Real quick, Jared goes, that would be a good fake movie poster. The Skeleton King Chronicles, book one, adventure one. <laughs> I break oh, yes. your hands. I break your hands. I break your hands. Act <laughs> one, I break your hands. <laughs> Fade in, hands up, woken. Break <laughs> in, broken hands, glass sword, requi, for his hands is broken. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I can't lift this. My hands are broken. <laughs> he exclaims, but useless because hands are broken. Hands are broken. Do you think they get that his hands are broken? Let's do a couple more just to make sure. Oh, my God. All yes. right. What do you guys got for Justin, me? Justin, I'm ready. All right. You ready? Here we I'm go. I'm ready. 
This week's throwdown is King Shark versus Groot. Don't know who King Shark is? Have you seen the Suicide Squad trailer, the new one? Because he's in it. He's chopping up people. He's and, also uh, voiced by Sylvester Stallone. I did not Ooh. know that. I did oh, not yeah. know that. And now I do. Jared is right. King Shark is a shark. Okay. That's well done, Jared. Thank you, Jared. Shark Leave versus... it to the Australian to school us on sharks. <laughs> shark versus tree is the question. Yes, more or less. Correct. Yes. <laughs> hmm. Correct. Well, sharks are Very apex true. predators. They are. Sharks are apex predators. Based on his powers, uh, King Shark's powers and abilities, he has unique physiology. So, well, yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I'm presuming this is not a shark that like is sea dwelling. Right. Um, I'm presuming this is a land dwelling shark. Yes. Yeah, so, Which certainly, yeah. Mm. He insists mm. that his father is the shark god. Others state that he is a wild man, a race of humanoid animals. Government officials state that he's nothing more than a savage mutation of a genetic experiment gone wrong. He has amphibious nature, so he can survive indefinitely underwater. He has claws, super strong claws. He has super strong teeth. He has superhuman strength. Uh, he also has superhuman stamina. When driven to a like the best of them. He can fuck like you can't believe. When driven to a frenzy such as there's blood in the water, he is nearly unstoppable. And he has animal empathy. He's able to sense and call out to his shark cousins to come for him, although he's unable to actually control them, especially when they are filled with blood frenzy. He's also an expert swimmer. As, I, as I this this is like a character written by an eight year old. This is, this, no, it really is. My friend, he's a shark, but he's a lawyer, but he's a shark lawyer, but he drives a Bentley, and he's really cool, and everyone like me. Uh, pass. I'm going to go with tree. I, I believe in moral. I, I, I believe in ethical, moral, and character reductionism. Groot okay. is Groot. What is Groot? He is Groot. Self-explanatory. I get it. Groot is Groot. King Shark has like a baseball card backing, which is like King Shark, King of the Sharks, also a shark man, also strong claws, and he fight people. No, no skeleton king OCs. I'm going with Groot. No, I think that's fair. Um, you know, I think the you know this has been brought up, which is that you know sharks are carnivorous, right? And Groot is a plant, so does that automatically make him be like I don't know? I mean, I'm sure if he's fighting for his life, he doesn't care, but I mean. Is he going to be uh, antagonistic? Yeah, you know, I don't know. Well, yeah, but Groot is also a uh, uh, a living being as well, right? Mm -hmm. So, yes, he's a tree, but he's also a living being. So would that not uh, fall into the carnivorous? Uh, well, I mean, trees are living beings, but I've never seen a shark eat a tree. <laughs> I mean, that's... You've never been to Australia then. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I mean, they. I mean, the thing that scares me at all Australia is they'll have like a fucking spider the size of a trash can, and you'll uh -huh. be like, "What is that?" And they're like, "Oh, that's Jake." <laughs> Comes like, around first of the month, you know. Every every once in a while, Jared will send me uh, stuff on Instagram of spiders in Australia, and I hate him for it. I love him, but I hate him for it. Yeah, it's, yeah, uh, yeah. It's wild. Um. Yeah. No. Look, based off of what Groot can do, um. All of his, he can like control his size. He can, can he can make his uh, hands into blades, and he can control all the flora around him. Uh, he's got healing power, super strength, durability. 
there's to me there's no match in this. Well, not that we've also seen Groot in the cinematic universe uh, take his arm and extend it, so he can right. basically have a ranged attack. Absolutely. And as uh, some folks have talked about in the chat already, uh, I think uh, what is it? Uh, Frito says sharks die from harpoons, wooden harpoons. <laughs> so, oh. I mean that's uh, that's pretty straightforward. He just whoosh, you know. Yeah, game over. King Shark is a shark. That's right. Jared keeps bringing that up. <laughs> I mean, also, shirts, you know, it, no. I, it, I'm sorry, but I, I, I think I'm going to hand, hand this to the plant guy. I, you know, <laughs> the plant guy. Slotty goes, wait, so DC dope. didn't make a ridiculously overpowered character? <laughs> no. Yeah, not in the, not this time around. No. no. Yeah. 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 So we're saying it? Are we saying it? Root for the win, baby. Root for the win! <laughs> That was decisive. I like it. It didn't take too yep. long. It was to the point. And I think it was right. So well done. Well done all around for it. Uh, Tex, that was a blast, man. Thank you so much for hanging oh, out with yeah, us tonight. No this problem. I mean, this has pleasure. been fun. It's fun catching up, talking about things in these COVID times. Of course. Um, and I'm sure we're all in <laughs> before the sickness. <laughs> uh, I've, I'm sure we're all really enjoying uh this magical time you know like uh what was it it's sort of like uh what was it 50 57 weeks into our two week to flatten the curve <laughs> still so, working on it still working on it yeah. america still working on it yeah. um so you know <laughs> it's uh yeah it's it's an interesting day it's it's an interesting day it's an interesting year but I mean, I think this is, we've learned a lot. I think we learned a lot about who we are as a person being all batty and indoors. Cause I've watched the wheels come off a lot of people's lives this past year. And I've watched a lot of people find strengths they didn't have. Like mm -hmm. they were like, I did not know I can actually cook my own food. <laughs> I did not know. I know how to read so good and be like books, you know, and people are finding a lot of new strengths. So, I mean, yeah, I, I'm. I find myself fortunate because this lifestyle suits me, being indoors and doing stuff that I do, both for my job and, and otherwise. So, but I also feel for the people that this is their kryptonite, you know? Because I often joke, I'm like, what if the tables were turned? It's like, hey, Doug, you have to spend uh, 12 hours a day in a room of 40 people doing networking, and have you have to talk to people for 12 oh, hours a day. Oh, how the turns have tabled. I was like, I'd be like, Argh. it's like, yeah, you don't get any time. Like, you have to be like around people I'd be like good lord you know that would not yeah. that would not suit me very well so well um, no and if if you want to if you want to like i mean i can't tell you how many times i remember going to the office and just be like fucking kill me because <laughs> you go to the office and someone be like hey can i use your microwave and i'm like please don't and then they're like yeah i brought carp for lunch and they just put it in and you're like cool great like, yeah it's yeah. gonna be a great day yeah. Cart stuff stuffed with broccoli. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I my do, broccoli uh... stuffed cop. Six minutes sound good, right? <laughs> hey, you want to have some uh, smoked uh, salmon? It's, it's it's salmon jerky. Here, they open Please. it up the oh, bag, no. and you're like, ah, Oh, I had someone who used to eat that all the fucking time. At, yeah. Uh, yeah. Gross. It's gross stuff. Yup. Uh, yes, but, it is. but as we wrap up here, once more text, please uh, promote anything you got going on. If there's anything you'd recommend for people that you know, you're reading, you're watching, you're listening to, please, the, the floor is yours. Uh, be good to one another. That's what right. I'm going to tell everyone. Take the time you have today, leftover in today, 
And instead of embarking on a new venture of written word or binging another show or bothering online, take the time you have today to find your loved ones, whatever they may be. You know, if it's a cat or a Groot or a toy or a, you know, whatever you got, and just hold it near and dear to you and be in that moment. Beautiful. I hey, respect it's, it. it I, I needed to hear myself today, too. I figure if no one else is going to say it, I'm going to. I like it. No, I, I think everyone needs to hear that, and, and, and myself included. Yeah. Yeah. Doug, be better. See, there you go. We're doing that holistic healing shit in here. We're doing See? it, man. We're doing We're it. We're going to sell some candles next. That's We're- right. <laughs> uh, Justin, what do you got to recommend? Oh, man. You know, after that, I don't know. Nothing. I'm just going to say uh, find that loved one. And I don't, I'm not going to say it with this silky smooth of a voice, but uh, find that loved one, hold them close and, uh, you know, just care. Yeah. That's, nice. man. That's what Doug, it's what about. It's about, uh, it, yeah. I'll steal one of yours, Justin. Uh, you haven't heard there this music go. podcast. Uh, we did a, uh, we were their guests on their most recent episode that came out this week. Uh, Richie and Wayne do a wonderful just indie music podcast. They're over based out of the UK. Uh, we've been a guest on their stuff twice now, and they do. They're wonderful. If you're looking to hear two guys that can break down a song instantly and tell you a lot of really good stuff to like about, and also super silly. I mean, they kind of are, we're their U.S. counterparts and they're our U.K. counterparts. They're phenomenal. Uh, yeah. Go check it out. They they are constantly finding and trying to uh, promote lesser known artists and bands. So that's You Haven't Heard This Music podcast. Wherever you find your podcasts, go follow them on Twitter. Go check them out. Uh, they do a wonderful show. Highly recommend it. We had an absolute blast being on the show. We're hoping to have them on our show relatively soon as well. So go check them out. They're good dudes. We like them. Yeah. yeah. Um, in addition to that, please uh, don't forget to follow MindGap Podcast on all our social medias at MindGap Podcast. Check out our YouTube channel where we post all of our episodes as well as highlights from our show. And then on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Podcast. Come hang out with us. We record Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Central and Saturdays at 8 p.m. Central. Tuesdays, we record our podcast live, so you can hang out in the chat, chat along with us while we record. Saturday nights, we do our video game stream. Come hang out with us, play along with us if you can. Enjoy yourselves. This Saturday, we're doing Among Us to check out that new map. So please, come hang out, twitch.tv slash mindgetpodcast. You can also find Justin on the internet as well. That's true. On Instagram and Twitter, at Justin underscore Michael, spelled M-I-K-E-L. It's the fun way of spelling it. And while you're in the online realm... Please check us out on Spotify, on Google Podcast, on Apple Podcast, on Stitcher, on Podbean, Verbal, all the places that you go and find and consume the podcast. Share us around, like, subscribe, rate, review, all the good things. The big one is sharing. Just copy that link, send it out to your your group of social people and say, hey, I like these guys. I think you'll like them too. That means a lot to us. And then 2East8th.com slash MindGap. And then just keep an eye on all of 2East8th's stuff. We've got uh, in another three weeks, we're doing the backers uh, screening for Sid Penrose. And then after that, it should only be another couple weeks after that. We should have Sid Penrose out to the general public. And we've got, man, we've got, hold on. We've got life and debt of a liberal arts major. That's very close. That's in the final legs of post-production. We've got, uh, oh, what was the one Drew just, oh, the Peekaboo Man, which is a horror short that Drew just filmed. 
we're planning to film Cry Baby Bridge, which is another horror short. And then Drew and I are both working on a feature film. So got a lot of cool stuff coming up this year. So please keep an eye on that. So excited to see Sid Penrose and also see those other projects. So I'm very excited for you. And also Slotty did a good uh, recommendation. Be sure to check out uh, The Courtesy Flush, uh, which is a wonderful uh, show on Twitch as well. Go check them out. Great dudes. We really appreciate them. So Yeah, and I know one of them. You sure do. The one I hopped in there, I was like, hey, Wolves, uh, uh, Texas playing uh, Jackbox. This should be fun. Yeah, we, we have, we, we, oh, God. Yeah, Jackbox is really fun. <laughs> it really is. It's really good. So that yeah. being said, uh, Tex, thanks again. We're so glad you're here with us for this episode. Thank you, buddy. Honored in my honor as well. Thank you. Uh, and Justin, I want to say thank you. Douglas, thank you. Which, thank you. Listeners, as always, thank you. And you all have a dandy fucking week. Mind Gap Podcast.